0: fundraising everywhere
1: fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere
2: fundraising
1: everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere
0: fundraising everywhere
2: fundraising everywhere
0: fundraising everywhere
2: fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere
1: fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere
2: fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere fundraising everywhere You need to add me in there. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the Fundraising Everywhere podcast. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. It's lovely to have you here. Over the next two episodes, we're taking a look at some of our favourite individual giving on demand sessions in celebration of our IG conference coming up on the 19th of October. If you'd like to join us at the conference, you can use the promo code FEPODCAST to get 50% off. Yep, just pop in Fe Podcast at checkout to get fifty percent off IG conference in October via our website. Now on today's episode, enjoy. All
1: right, so um, thank you for uh, joining us. Um, my name is Mahbub Hussain um, from the National Zakat Foundation. Um, I'm the director of communications and today I'll be going through um, uh, my session here called uh, individual giving uh, for faith-based charities. Um, Slightly different uh, from some of the more mainstream uh, charities and hopefully um, you'll come up with it with something at least you know you didn't know beforehand um, there. Now what we'll go through is very quickly um, three things you know first of all you know what is this National Zakat Foundation? So, as the name suggests, we'll we'll be going through what is zakat and 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 the different types of um, um Muslim giving in the Islamic faith, um, the seasonality of of Ramadan and the challenges it presents to like um, marketeers like uh, myself and and, and teams um, with similar challenges and and how givers benefit just as much as uh, recipients. Uh, there as well. We all, we're always we're always um, talking about the how the beneficiary uh, benefits, but here is a slightly different, um, it's a slightly different take uh, on these uh, on these things. Now, a little bit about NZF, uh, very quickly for context. Um, as the name suggests, we, we're the National Zakat Foundation. Basically, we take money from the rich and we redistribute it to the poor. Now the poor for uh, ethnic minority communities based in the UK is generally wherever back home is, Pakistan, the Middle East, various parts of Africa. Um, But for home for us, this is our unique USP is that it's collected and distributed in the UK. Uh, It's an arms which is paid by Muslims uh, for people of the faith. Um, Our work is um, across three funds, hardship relief, housing, uh, and work and skills. And it's primarily given by us as cash um, um, to those in need, as cash transfers, leaving it to, to, for, for beneficiaries to decide where they spend that money on. And we've been in operation for 10 years, um, a small meagre amount, 25 million distributed. And, and this year alone, um, we've received uh, a lot of that. Um, through, as you know, the cost of living crisis uh, that we've received a lot, and we've distributed a lot of zakat with total of 13,000 people helped in the UK. And and some other um, stats and figures there, which I won't bore you with, and the average grant size, which is always good for context, uh, a typical couple with two children is about 870 pounds uh, across any one of those uh, three thematic funds. So that's about national zakat foundation. Uh, we're essentially an arms collecting uh, institution and our um we have institutional givers but in the context of this theme here this is all about uh a personals, um a givers individual kind of reasons for giving and how we tap into those uh, religious uh, motivations uh, as a means of as a means of um, raising uh, charitable income now as I've already touched upon uh, Zakat, at the risk of making this sound like a um, re lesson, it's always good for those uh, that are not aware. It's um, Zakat is uh, is one of the five fundamental uh, pillars uh, of the Islamic faith, um, and it's required by all Muslims to donate a portion of their wealth uh, to charity. There are eight recipients, uh, valid recipients that are mentioned in 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 the Quran, the book uh, of of the Muslims, and it amounts to two point five percent or one fortieth. Of an individual's excess dormant wealth, So money you've got lying around that's not particularly doing anything but just accumulating, that's not in the economy. Uh, that money is then that 2.5 uh, percent of that wealth lying, lying whether it's you know money just lined in your PayPal account, to uh, under the mattress, wherever that is, savings. where we, um, Muslims, give 2.5 uh, percent. 2.5% of that annually uh, each year. And the literal meaning of that there is, is, is to cleanse. It's actually the word is intrinsically linked to purification, to cleanse. And, and this is this is the main crux of it here. Muslims believe that paying this zakat purifies their wealth and the rest of you know their, their affairs. This is very important to understand as you'll figure out once we um go through um go through the presentation. Now I mentioned that uh, Ramadan. That's that's Zakat. The Ramadan presents uh, a big challenge and opportunity. Um, what what happens is that eighty um, percent of uh, NZF's national Zakat foundations uh, Zakat income comes in thirty days. So as as someone who leads our fun- marketing and fundraising function, this presents both a sense of stability, but also <laughs> Um, high risk, um, um, a high risk in terms of like you know anything can happen. So it, the model is somewhat skewed in terms of ten months of uh, nurturing and priming uh, there, and, and and getting you know uh, the, the 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 foundations work out there in terms of reach and engagement. Um, and then banking on that ability um, in thirty quite intense days. Now the reason for this is that, again, it's all linked to an individual's kind of perception of like you know where the benefit lies. In Ramadan, it's um, there are various traditions uh, of of the Islamic faith where giving charity in Ramadan is is more virtuous. is more. Um, It's more virtuous. You get more rewards, and as such, people tend to time their zakat giving uh, more towards Ramadan. Though there are no, you know, requirements to pay in Ramadan, it just kind of is skewed that way. And this is where uh, an important uh, point to uh, um, think is um, an important point to consider is that there are there are individual giving trends and habits that, although we've tried in our last ten years to change to to uh, to make fundraising more of an all year round thing the behaviours that we see in, in, the, in the market, in the communities that we market to, you know, just don't change. You, we found often painfully that, that this is a behaviour that's pretty much here to stay. And as such, our whole operating model revolves around that. And obviously this presents challenging and acquiring, which is the theme of this um, particular room, nurturing and converting around this period. Um, another side but tan- slightly tangential issue you know where where we reach out to people and we're gaining cookies you know and you know we've accumulated in a you know big audiences that we're able to retarget to now with the onset of you know this which is now delayed the the the, the cookie-less future and google de- deciding to uh delay um third party cookies until I think 2024, the last time I checked it, you know, it gives us some breathing space to actually figure out, okay, w- w- how, where does this leave the organization which requires so heavily on retargeting? Uh, so when Ramadan does finally come, um, from, from a marketer's perspective, you know. It's a very crowded marketplace. Uh, there are literally hundreds of, of of Muslim and Islamic charities, and also non faith based actors as well who have come in, uh, and, and 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 I've seen the value, the, the power of zakat and zakat donations, which which you know which which come in every year. So your your, your big charities like Bernardo's, UNICEF, UNHCR, they they they've come in there as well. So what you have is a situation where you have. Everyone crowded in a a thirty-day period, vying for attention, you know, um, to to show that why they are the best kind of uh, place to to donate through, and this presents obvious challenges in cutting through the noise. Uh, And this is why, on point number four, differentiation certainly helps. I mentioned at the beginning we have an exclusive UK focus. Um, Zakat is also not just another income stream, but it is the main reason that we exist. So that that presents um, gives us a an advantage when trying to cut through the noise uh, in terms of like differentiation, which becomes very important in a crowded market space. And th- what we've also found in Ram- Ramadan as well, because of the because of the calculating, financial planning kind of nature of Zakat, it's not just a charity that you just give and decide. There's a calculation involved uh, on certain assets. There are certain liabilities that you uh, take off and then you're left off of a net amount it almost goes into the territory of IFA uh, financial advisor uh, kind of language. so what we find is that the opportunity is that the more we answer the unanswered questions of our prospective donors in an acquisition sense, whether that's uh, whether that's um, uh, running a um a series on uh, Instagram live or stories kind of uh, things simplifying complex calculation issues, we find that people often then naturally gravitate towards us as a source of knowledge. Uh, And we found that the higher the education piece is, the easier it becomes to convert either within that uh, 30 day period of of Ramadan or over the course of a year. And as you know, uh, brand building and being recognized as a thought leader um, in in a particular area takes time uh, and effort. Okay, so with the seasonality uh in mind i feel you can see some of the, the sample creators that we used uh this year uh the 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 the, the challenges that we have uh and uh, is to ensure that beyond beyond just Relying on one flashpoint of the year to find out if we're on track or not, there are, there are steps that we take to improve and ha- increase our chances of of having uh, a, a good year. And uh, some of these, obviously, we've we've been touching upon in other areas, but I'll skim through them. You know, all starts off a good diagnosis, understanding our situation. Where are where are um, giver uh, behaviors and attitudes with regards to zakat? Not just to do with zakat and people's knowledge of it, but also where they feel it should go. Is it always going back home wherever home is or is it or do people start to feel a sense of belonging where they live uh, there and then obviously outlining strategic objectives and and mixing you know brand building throughout the year uh, there's so much so that when when it is time to give that that when it is time to give and it for, for our, from from our side it's uh, when it's time to activate, prospective donors that, you know, we're, we're mixing the long mass marketing branding with shorter targeted kind of uh, conversion based um, activities So across paid social uh, PPC and within PPC paid search, um, video uh, display. And those are the ones that actors are very strong fundraising instruments in that, in this peak period. And as I mentioned earlier, as well, all this with a tight and differentiated position uh, there. So um, amongst the hundreds of uh, Islamic charities that raise zakat for poor people, we're the only national kind of uh, British based charity that distributes and helps those on our living on our doorstep. Uh, and with Gen Z uh, Gen Z, and the next generation, second, third generation Muslims, this resonates a lot. Um, our whole asp- our aspirations are here, we're all settled and this ties into a wider sense of belonging. Uh, and of course n- n- none of this is uh, is possible without it being all tied together with uh with uh, with the creativity that resonates with our uh chosen segments and last but not least um we can't ignore channels um channels is uh, something that's close to my heart and obviously if we can't fundraise uh, all year simply because people are not ready to give then different channels come in and serve different purposes at different, depending on which stage of the, of the, of the, of the donor journey, uh, we're at there. So you can see a few, some of the ads there, your 2.5% is someone's hundred percent. Uh, there is an example of an, uh, some outdoor, uh, some mock, actual mock, but that's an example of a similar kind of ad outdoor. And then a question posed on, on, on Instagram, you know, do you know what's happening with zakat in your area? So we have a function that allows us to show, not to tell or preach. Uh, To people of the need. Um, It's a a Zakat live feature with a UK map. And you can see in any given uh, locality, uh, where people are giving, uh, how many givers there are, uh, and how much money is being paid. Let's take a city, for example, Liverpool, how many Zakat payers are in Liverpool, how much is being collected, and how many people are on the other side wanting, needing that Zakat. And you can see for yourself, hence the show not tell methodology, where people can see for themselves, or hang on, there's a there's a there's a there's a surplus of zakat in one area or there's a shortfall you know what can I do to help those on my doorstep so it's very much in its infancy but infancy, but what we're trying to do at NZF we're trying to develop this sense of ownership where people can of really um see for themselves what's going on on their doorstep so that the charity and the impact that they have is um is is is, is, is relatable. Uh, one other thing as well. Once people do give, um, I know this is acquisition, but we go into um, to re- help retain uh, people as well. And this is based on like asking and 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 research with our with our givers is to understand what is it that they want to know apart from just hearing generally what we've done with their donation. Yes, specifically what we've done with their donation. So we have this feature called Zakat Tracker, um, where if you've donated X amount to a certain fund, um, we get back to when the money is actually in the hands of a recipient on the other side. So almost like uh, when you have where you have matchmaking, we almost do matchmaking, but with your zakat. So if, if, if an individual has given say 400 pounds across two funds, housing and hardship, four months later that money gets distributed and it's given to a say single mother based in the Midlands, obviously names are uh, and, 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 and trackability are, are covered for GDPR. That the donor is is uh, told that, Hey, your donation, you gave this much across these funds. It's gone on and helped uh, a struggling single mother with essentials such as XYZ. So it gives a le- certain level of specificity and confidence that, that, um, that a person's donation is going and, and making an impact, uh, there. So this, this really helps. Um, now go touching upon seasonality. Um, I'm a big fan of frameworks. Um, here now, as my fellow marketeers and fundraisers will know, uh, there is more to our work than just simply raising money. You know, there are a combination of lead and lag indicators, uh, which can which can show us, um, no matter which part of the year we're in, to see whether we're we're on track or not. Um, I'm a big fan of the race framework. Um, this is taken. It's an, this is an adapted version from uh, Dr. David Chaffee's um, Smart Insights uh, website. I fully recommend you go to his website and, and, and look at the um, array of free and paid-for resources that help us become better at our job. And we use, um, I use for the last three years, uh, the race framework to, to help us understand, like whether we're in peak season in Ramadan or, you know, here now five months to go in off-season. How well are we doing in reaching out to uh, prospective donors uh, there as well? So there's some questions here which I'll uh, address uh, at the end if that's okay. Thank you, uh, Anna, for uh, for posting uh, them. So, um, so yeah, so uh, or w- whether there's enough uh, eh, brilliant. I'm, I'm liking the Streamyard uh, feature uh, by the way. I'm tempted to use it myself. So yes. No matter which part of the year we're at, uh, uh, and having the relevant uh, metrics and KPIs across each stage of the donor journey, it allows us to see where we're at, how well we're doing compared to uh, the previous year, uh, previous years, um, we certainly, as an organisation, don't want to wait until Ramadan. Whether our efforts have been in vain or not, it's just not sustainable. Uh, board members, trustee members, want to accept accept it. So what this does, it does give us certain level, level level of visibility at how we're doing. When it comes to acquisition, I think the reach aspect is very important. And uh, act, which is short for interact. So the brand interactions that that um, that occur with the brand, they, these could be downloads, consultation visit, um, consultations booked, um, guides downloaded, etc., etc. One other interesting thing to note as well. Um, is that when it comes to Ramadan, we adopt the framework to, to, to dial up more and towards conversion uh, there. I wish I can zoom in more, but there are this goes to a, an unnecessarily granular detail as to what we're doing. And these are color coded across paid earned and owned methods uh, there as well. So yeah, the, the, the framework is flexible. So 10 months of the year, we have uh, a set of uh, measurements and, and a framework for, for how um, NZF looks in terms of and is performing. Using donor funds to market, and then in Ramadan we we change it around more towards uh, with an emphasis on conversion and and, and retention. Okay, so um, how does this benefit the giver? Now, in in a normal circumstance, you know it'd be quite. Uh, I'd find it, it's, it can be perceived somewhat arrogant to say, "Well, hang on, please g- uh, give us money so that we can help those uh, poor people over there." But we're benefiting you really. It, we're using this example, and I'm sure there are many examples across many other faiths, uh, it benefits the giver because what we find in, in this, uh, um, with individual giving is that people want to fulfil a core tenet of their faith. It's not a nice to have, and if you if you f- subscribe to that faith and the tenets of that faith, who wouldn't want their wealth and their life to be purified, especially for the remainder of their wealth? Secondly, it allows uh, these givers to feel connected to where they live. Uh, so we really play on that there. Um, we We know it's common not to focus too much on products and uh, features, but more on the benefits, right? So a lot of our communications is is about um is about uh, uh, selling a feeling uh, of of connection to where they live. And the spirit there are spiritual spiritual benefits. Lastly, the horizontal and vertical benefits. Okay, So what I mean by that is, um, there are horizontal relationships we have, a slightly philosophical, with, with 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 our fellow human beings living on our doorstep, right? I'm doing well in life. I'm ride, uh, not me personally, but if I'm doing well in life, r- riding three or four Range Rovers, you know, I want to be able to fix my relationship with uh, horizontally across people on planet Earth, right? With with um, with fellow people who might not be doing as such uh, uh, as well. So the it purifies in that sense, and the vertical benefits are what one we uh, as Muslims we believe in the one God. There are vertical benefits in that I also uh, strengthen my relationship to God and that's these are the uh, this is the duality of, uh, of of what zakat brings to our individual givers. Okay so uh, questions. Thankfully there are some questions it shows people are curious so there's um, if I may continue for the little time I have a question from Beth. Do people uh, who donate as part of zakat usually donate to faith-based charities or might they donate to a uh, Totally unconnected uh, cause. So yes, excellent question. So there are specific um, there are specific um, causes uh, that uh, eight meta areas of 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 distribution of zakat distribution. Very simply outlined. Uh, there. these include the 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 poor, the disadvantaged, the the wayfarers, <laughs> uh, those in debt. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et so it's um, there. There may be in, there are non-Muslim charities who collect zakah, but they 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 stick across. They stick to the eight categories uh, there. So it's not um, unconnected. They 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 will fall under any one of the eight categories. Um, have I got enough time, Simon, to answer the rest of the two?
0: A couple more there. Yeah, I, I'd be oh, yeah, I'd be curious to hear generally kind of what your thoughts are on on that your this segment of donors and how they behave so yeah go ahead and answer those questions yeah, sure sure to.
1: sure um okay so another question from Laura me too it's too easy to take advantage of the knowledge and not be genuine in how it is used my understanding of zakat is that it matters where it is going that it stays within the community yes uh, it's um zakat uh, by its definition uh, as a mainstream classical opinion held over 1,400 years uh, that, that, that it was always meant to be local, where where people pray together and live together and where the money is collected, it's also distributed in the same area. The benefits of that are pretty intuitive uh, and it goes against the grain of sending money abroad, 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 as important as it is. So what we've done lately is not to turn this into a polemical thing, but to, to almost highlight the duty of care we have to people living on our doorstep to To ensure that you know that if we you know if we're enjoying the local delights, we've been fortunate. If we've been fortunate in life, then we also that a part of that goes to the people that we uh, live with, and that hopefully over time contributes to a more fair and just society uh, there uh, as well. And that obviously takes that's a larger project, which takes time. Um, I mean, okay.
0: That's not that's not exclusive to faith-based charities, is it? I mean, I think people generally. Want want the donation to stay in their community or or something? You know, they're more likely if it's closer or more visible, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And what the coronavirus uh, time taught us is that we're actually more local than we think. It went down to the actual residential kind of area, a uh, postcode level. Like, hey, we're, and 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 resident associations. I've I've, I've ne- I never knew my neighbours, but I've since being added <laughs> onto that WhatsApp group, uh, you know, we now know each other, and there's a sense of you know you know, everyone looking out for each other. Okay. We have one more question from Derek. We know that Parkinson's, uh, Parkinson's does not care who it gets to nor what family affects. I have, um, I have talked to people from all backgrounds. Is sharing stories from all backgrounds, the best approach? Should we adapt our communications around cultural calendar events? Should a respect of cultural calendar events be applied? In sending out message, it can be so confusing. Okay, if I've, if I've understood the the question, I think um, it depends who your target market are, whether if um, target audiences are or segments, and whether they're prioritised. If uh, or if there's a segment that I think, as as representatives of charities, if you've not tapped into like ethnic minorities or people of minority faiths, you know, then then that is something to maybe tap into and that should always be linked to a wider strategy, if that makes sense, then this, the, the tactical aspects here would make sense. This is this is just an opinion that I have uh, there as well. So if it's a strategic imperative to reach out to new audiences, knowing that, I mean, I can cite that Muslims are very, very generous, not just with their zakat, mandatory given, but also voluntary given, which can be given to anything and everything that you want. Could be to, um, to you know, um, to to the Cats Protection League or other charities. You know, there's so much out there, right? Like uh, that. Uh, what I'm talking about in the context of Zakat, but I think mm. if I've understood the question correctly, uh, yeah, the, if it's an imperative, then yes, why not? Uh, we had Diwali uh, just passes by a few days ago. If there was, if there's a something, just reach out to show, hey, we're here for you as well. Then you know, it, it opens doors. You know, people do notice and and do feel seen.
0: Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's feeling seen, isn't it? It's, it's acknowledging what your supporters are going through, whether that's a celebration or whether that's, you know, something yeah. that's happening in the world. It's just it's just acknowledging that, isn't
1: it? Yes. There's two more, uh, and I think um, we'll, we'll hand it over to you, Simon.
0: Give us a, a quick soundbite answer, because we, we're a bit you, pressured. Yeah, from. sure,
1: sure. Yeah. Zakat campaigns outside of Ramadan. We've tried. There's something called Mr. Zakat, uh, where you've got to catch up on the zakat you haven't paid. <laughs> people are not ready uh, to give it's only in ramadan where people's heightened sense of like giving and everything else clicks in so um but it should be in theory something that is paid all, all year round it's just that people with the individual giving habits choose to give in this month and last question would you recommend that non faith based target muslims if the market allows it with zakat campaigns it's already happening whether i recommend or not all the big charities are coming in and they have Zakat eligible projects, which are you know, um, you know, um, vetted and checked for Sharia compliance. And yeah, they're they're at it. So it's a bit irrelevant where the word recommend; it's already happening. Uh, and um, you just got to type in Google, and you'll see um, uh, the charities which are which are involved. Yeah. So this can only be a good okay. thing. You'll add a bit. Can I only are- be
0: good? I mean, I was going to ask: Is there an ethical question there, where it's it's you know these organizations who? Maybe historically, I've had nothing to do with this community. As suddenly, you know, capitalizing yeah,
1: it's, on it. it's a good question, one of ownership and responsibility. But there's there's a big discussion around it. Let's put it that way. And there's a whole spectrum mm-hmm. of, um, of of opinion and of, of opinion and thought uh, there. I guess we'll leave it to that uh, there. But yes, definitely a big spectrum. I think Bernardo's are involved uh, as well. Uh, I actually know the person who kind of approved your policies as well. So he used to work yeah 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 yeah. so it's a yeah, it's very small space it's a, it's a very niche space uh there which which, which a,
0: few, a few, places around the table but we won't we won't get but yeah definitely a bigger a bigger discussion for us to have in the in the future really interesting and uh thanks so much for the presentation thanks for your time and um Lovely. and hopefully see you again thank you
1: take care thank you very much and take thanks for nice. listening everyone. bye-bye
2: thank, thank you. you thank you so much for listening to the fundraising everywhere podcast If you're enjoying this podcast, why not share it with a fundraising friend? And if you would like to give us a little like or subscribe, it really helps more fundraisers like you find us. Thank you so much. See you next time.